I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What kind of CEO actually gives up money? Weird. Real weird. A lot of money. I don't know. Money. Automated. See the automated CEO thing? Probably not. Oh, why don't we automate CEOs yeah, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. cost way too much type of thing? Yeah, that meme-ish article. It's, it's not a... I mean, yes, it is a meme. Yes, it's an article. It's kind of a joke article because it's the entire thing from CEOs to just say, why don't we automate the low-level work and stop spending money on it? We can automate CEOs and save the companies a lot of money. And that's honestly not a joke. But anyway, I want to really just get into that. Getting heavy with the podcast right off the bat. How do you automate a CEO? You just make somebody that really can't do anything and then benefits from it and you're uh, done. Yep. Because a lot of places that have CEOs have boards and blah, 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 blah. In case you're curious, uh, this is the Gamers 2 podcast. Good call. Uh, Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry. Bizarre, I know. We're going to hope for... And anything else that might pique our interest. All right, then. Yeah. A lot of peeking. Peek, peek. Peeking like the Yankees up 10-0 in a baseball game. Woo! Peeking like of Tatis. against Detroit. Ooh. A little peeky peek. Well, peek, peek. Let me look at your catcher. I have no problem with that, just for the record. I think it's fair. I think it's fair play. You get away with it. Well, also, like, if he, if he had... You can see the time, so he doesn't see the sign. But if he had seen the sign, maybe you should just, you know, switch some signs around and not use one for fastball or two. Or like, I don't know. Mix it up. Use three for yeah. fastball. Fuck yeah. It. Why not? Odds are you're not using a standard sign anyway. It's like the, you, you want to have fun? Get up and do the Macarena. What does that one mean? I have no idea. Get up and get up do the Macarena. The guy nods and you're like, okay, so what happens now? If you get up and do the cha-cha slide next, what does that mean? I I would love to just see really intricate signs getting thrown out. Okay, so from next a, time for, for a pitch, not like you know the typical ones you see where it's infield shifts or whatever. Uh, next time Bauer faces Tatis, do you think he tells him what he's going to throw? I think he asks him, like, "Do you want to? Like, hey, you want to know?" Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that could be that's safer. So I could see him doing that. Yeah, I because I, then you just you see if he goes yes, then he yeah he one hundred percent answers him and tells him. But if he says no, and he goes, "All right, fair enough," <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that moment happening. This is a baseball podcast. Always has been called. Uh... Fuck, I got nothing. No, we never. We can never come up with a good name. I know. I'm terrible about. 
There was one name suggested up. to me that I don't remember, but I remember it was like 30 words too long. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a play on a baseball, but like all I could think of was like four-seamer or like something like that, but that's stupid. Slutter? Slutter. <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard that term going around? No. Uh, it was a certain pitcher's new pitch, which is a combination of a slider and a cutter. And for some reason, they chose Slutter. I wish they chose Clyder. <laughs> Clyder, I feel like, would be more likely to stick than Slutter. It's gotten set on broadcast, so. Interesting. Which is unbelievable to me. <laughs> yeah, that's I would not have expected that at all. But, uh, you know, what do I know? I'm a big dumb idiot. What do you got for me? You got new games? I think that was the name of a Matt Bronger special. Big dumb idiot. Or that big, does sound big, like might have been big dumb, big dumb animal. Might have been that one. I think that was his first one before Shovel Fighter, or second one, or second one after Shovel Fighter. Whatever. Anyway, you're outside of my realm. Of, ah, yeah, of experience. The old stand-up comedian. Not difficult, but I don't know. I'm in like a very like self-deprecating, that, yeah, mood. self-deprecating mood. Yeah, but you have like a wife and kid on the way. Don't remind me. So I'm the one that gets to have the not wife on the way. That'd be okay. Weird... So what's your stance on, uh, like baby movements? Oh, we're just the... gonna ignore games immediately. Okay. <laughs> what's your stance on baby movements inside the womb? The womb, like the old like oh feel my belly so you can yeah, do a yeah, kick yeah. move. Okay, yeah. like all right, it's cool. Like the first time or whatever, and it's kind of like kind of creeps me out. Yeah, there's definitely that moment where if, if you're if you're not expecting it. And then you all of a sudden like catch it out of the corner of your eye, or just like, mm-hmm. was that a hand just like reaching through? And you're like, that's the thing. All so right. the issue you're at some point going to come out like a fucking just yeah, exactly. And the issue with Samantha, tiny frame, true. You know, you put a baby in there, you're going to see a lot of you're going to see a the lot of baby. stuff going the whole, on. The whole baby just on, the, <laughs> one on point, the old stomach, like at one point just suctioned up to the baby, and it's just doing exactly. And he seems to be very active. So, like, you see a lot of belly movement. You know, like, she can feel him. Lay, you can, yeah, laying against, like, he'll be in a specific, she can, like, push on him. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is creepy. It's like, yo, dude, get off my bladder. Come on. like, Yeah, exactly. And she's all like, oh, touch him. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. This see, fucking that, thing. that part's weird. Like, for me, when you're like, touch him, I'm like, can I just wait? Yeah, like, uh, that's me. I'm like, no, <laughs> thank you. Um and I'm just like, this thing's going to bust out and try to eat me. All right? I'm not down with this. Yeah. Why would I give it my hand? That's that's just that's giving it leverage. Exactly. Once it takes that. That's it. I don't have two of those. Next thing I know, it's going to be jumping on my face, trying to yeah. put some fucking alien eggs inside me. You don't know. I don't know. The whole thing is like, I get it the first time, right? Where you're like, oh, yeah, you know, feel your baby kick. And you're like, okay, cool. That's... That's a thing. I get that. But anytime after the first time of just like having like the, the just the realization moment type thing yeah. is like, yeah, that's what it's been doing for a while. Like, can mm. we just not it, like you, you wouldn't go. This is a weird comparison, but this you, whole conversation, if you took an egg. Yeah. And you just soft boiled an egg and then you put it inside a macaroni salad and then you sat there and went now, <laughs> pu- now touch the egg. Just touch it a lot. Touch it some more. Yeah. It's fucking weird, right? Um, exactly. Yeah. What if I just cracked an egg? You know, yolk's out, having its time. Still still in its entire, I don't know, embryo or whatever. Like, that part's not broken. Mm-hmm. So it's still just one solid yolk. I'm just like, just poke it. 
Yeah, don't worry about the other stuff. Just poking. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. That is strange. That is strange. All right. <sighs> like, if you saw other... Do you do you this? I, I guess this is the exact analogy. If you saw other pregnant animals, like pregnant deer, are other deer just running up and nuzzling the baby while it's still inside the mother? That's a good question. Like, is a is a buck just running up with a headbutt and just like, yo, what's up? Because you know they can't. They don't, they don't have thumbs. They can't use hoof. What are you going to stick their hoof up and just dan- basically like you dance, just jab at the baby? I wonder if there is another animal that does fucking gorillas. Probably that's what I was thinking. Some sort of ape. <laughs> like, like, like here, let's just remove that gorillas. Yeah, <laughs> chimpanzees, apes, whatever. However, they give birth. Don't know how they do it. Could be eggs. I know it's not, but like, actually, that would be that would be terrifying. What gorilla eggs? If those were a thing, <laughs> like if gorillas came out of eggs, Can you imagine. I think you're on something for creative purposes. Uh, yeah, like, listen, Planet, like a of, video the, Planet game of the Apes or is a thing, all right. <laughs> something creepy. We could add that into like the Godzilla King Kong uh, realm somewhere. So. Oh, that King Kong got bored on Skull Island and started having eggs of his kin. Sounds good. You know what? Tracks with the rest of the island. It really does. That it giant really spider does. thing. Did you watch that movie yet? No. It's Wait, rough. which? Oh, versus no. It's rough. Yeah, no, that's kind of why I'm putting it off. I'm happy the Tom Clancy thing came out today, so I can watch that and delay Kong further. Or if you want to delay it, you can play some new video games like these ones that are on this list that I'm going to say right now. Number one, a token war for the PC. I'm thinking of six terrible jokes. Number two. Alpha Particle for the PC. Number three, Genshin Impact came to the PS5. You ready to play some anime, Matt? Nope. All right, then. You can't find a PS5. That is the that is the crux of the problem. Uh, Layers of Fear VR for PSVR. Number five, Legend of Keepers, PC, Switch, and Stadia. This has been talked about from our PAX Stravaganza, Dewey, and I played that at PAX, I believe. Uh, number six, Total War Rome Remastered for the PC. Number seven, new Pokemon Snap for the Switch. Take pictures of all those cute Pokemon and then share them to at Gamers2 on Twitter. I think it's Gamers underscore 2. Whatever it is, find it. Send the cute Pokemon pictures that you take in wherever the hell the name of that place was. I don't remember what it was called. Number eight, Returnal for the PS5. <clears throat> Have you seen uh, any reviews on that yet? I've I've seen a lot of good reviews, but I need to see somebody play it that I trust because I don't trust reviews. Fair enough. It's a good answer. Educated consumer over here. I mean, one could say that I've consumed a lot of video games in my time to be educated. Don't do the same thing for other walks of life, though. Don't buy 17 houses trying to figure out how to consume them. In like a in a buying sense, not eating the house. Uh, unless I want to be an educated. It's the con- wicked witch's house, which Ooh, is edible. That's true. That would be a delicious house. Also, you'd never run away from the wicked witch because you'd be so fat. <laughs> Got to use those fucking chicken bones, the finger thing. You know, 
She got you in the cage. She's like, let me let me touch your fingers, see how fat you are, and you give her the chicken bone. She's like, all right, still skinny, eat some more. Oh, you knew more about the story than I did. It's cool. I was just <laughs> going with the idea that I ate a house. I stopped there. I forgot the entire cage idea. I was just outside eating a house. I mean, we've had our moments, Matt. Where we could have eaten a house? I mean, like KFC last week was basically the equivalent of trying to feel dead afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that took her, that took a few years off our lives. Oh, for sure. I felt death coming closer and closer as I yeah. ate more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was just. Did you look at the bottom of the bucket? No. You think I'm? You think I was that stupid? I did. Oh man, it was it was pretty bad. There's certain things you don't want to see. The bottom. Of a KFC bucket. You know how nice it is? That's like a Actually, feeling. Like, I feel like the bottom of a KFC bucket. Ooh, that that is a, that is a solid feeling. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. I'm going to use that. Somebody write that down. <laughs> uh, also, it's one of the... I don't know how many... I don't know how long we've been doing dinner. Two years, probably, of alternating. Two to three. Two and probably, and a half. yeah. Two and a half. 2019, we were doing it, so yeah. Uh, that is one of one of there have been at least two I can think of, and that's one of them. Dinners that has not gotten any leftovers that has just been absolutely eaten. Yeah, like no, you can't have that as a leftover. That's just yeah. nah. I mean, it's bad enough on its own, but then in leftovers form, it's like depressing. Yeah, at best. Yeah, it's it's lonely man dinner, sad Saturday. I'm gonna put on the notebook and eat leftover KFC. Yeah. And then a car of ice cream because that'll actually be better for me than the KFC was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, can you imagine these news stories that came out this week, though? Uh, I can't. Um, Why don't you tell me about the first one? <laughs> All right, I'm doing odds. Uh, Microsoft <laughs> is lowering its revenue share for PC games sold through the Microsoft Store. Beginning August 1st, Microsoft will reduce its take uh, of net revenues on its PC gaming storefront from 30% to 12%. Microsoft move brings the company more in line with the Epic Games Store, which launched launched with a 12% cut and waived royalties for games using Unreal Engine. They're sold through a store. Crazy move. That is. That's interesting. I mean, it's, it's not a crazy move when you put it in the context of they're coming in line with the Epic Store. Mm-hmm. But it is a massive, that's still a massive move for a large publisher who has Game Pass, the Xbox app, the Windows Store, all those things to go, all right, we'll compete. We'll play your games. I wonder, um, does that leave Valve as the only one that's taking a 30% cut? Speaking of that, let me skip ahead and rearrange your own document on you because now you're going to do evens. Oh, wow. Number 11. Get fucked. Yeah. Get used to this. <laughs> I didn't realize how he ordered these, and then I went, well, this is a good transition. Overgrowth. Over, oh, man, I'm my first one reading, and I can't speak. Overgrowth developer Wolf Fire Games has filed an antitrust lawsuit against Valve. Valve's 30% cut is at the heart of the lawsuit, Law360 reported. Also, Law360, do we ever check that's a real site? Yeah, it's real. That's a thing. I think every, it's, it's kind of neat. Every time it comes up, I'm like, all that needs is XX Law 360 XX on it. Yeah. Yeah. 
The defendants pointed out that roughly 75% of PC game sales in the U.S. are made through Steam and that Valve, quote, uses that dominance to take an extraordinarily high cut from nearly every sale that passes through its store, 30%, end quote. The lawsuit added that Valve takes advantage of being in such a dominant position to, quote, exploit publishers and consumers, end quote. One aspect of Valve's scheme, the defendant said, is its Steam key price parity provision, or SKPPP, which, <laughs> which is not written here, which ensures that publishers... You said it with such confidence that I was like, fuck, is that a thing? Uh, it should be. Uh, which ensures that publishers won't sell their game for a better price on another platform. So... I think that's just interesting, especially now that the now that it's a lawsuit that's targeting the thirty percent. When arguably the second biggest competitor in the space just went, yeah, we're going to drop our thirty percent. So now the two competitors, the two main competitors to Valve, have dropped. So now when the lawsuit is getting presented with that context, I don't know what that looks like now. Yeah, I wish I would have looked closer at the timing. I'm wondering if like this they dropped this immediately after I believe they dropped it before it, but I'm not positive. I think either way it doesn't matter if they drop it before it or after it. It would make sense like if if, if they reactionarily that is that a word? Reactionally, reactionarily uh dropped it after that announcement came out. Cause then why wouldn't you, right? It's mm-hmm. like an easy target type thing and you'd just be like, uh that's a problem. Yeah. Why aren't you also doing what these other ones are doing? But also, I could see them doing it beforehand, and then Microsoft going like, let's not get sued. Let's just move on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was, like, whole whole snippets of the lawsuit that I had read, and they, they worded it. I mean, it, they used facts, I guess. But the way when they... When How you, dare they? I know, right? When you put it all out and the way that they they've like displayed it it's like really damning and it's like i don't think they're getting away with this one yeah well it's one of the like like what do you do you know it's their storefront and yada yada so mm-hmm. yes they have 75 percent. it's i think probably the bigger argument isn't even the 30 percent thing it might be the it's the market share the so, provision thing yeah. where whatever the agreement is like okay so you won't go put this on sale or you know put it cheaper on a different platform like that might be actually a problem, but the 30% thing might not change, but they'd be like, okay, fine. I'll put it at $60 on Steam. I'm going to go put it at $40 on Microsoft. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the only, the the biggest argument outside of like, that's clearly, I think, uh, antitrust. Like that's an issue. If I'm understanding what it is. Yeah. Which you are. That's essentially what it is. It's like, I say taking it at what I read, that's what it says, but. Essentially, like, Steam has to have it at at the lowest price. Like, if you lower it on another storefront, you have to lower it on Steam. Yeah. Um, It's that whole, like, being the dominant. I think minus a sale. I believe you can run sales on other platforms, but I I think it's due to, like, the not sale cost, but straight up what its normal cost would be. Like, its standing price or whatever you want to call that. I, not MSRP, but like, like an Ubisoft sale or an Ubisoft game is on Steam, right? Mm-hmm. They can put it on for twenty dollars off on on good old Uplay, as per usual. Good old, sorry, Ubisoft Connect, not yeah. Uplay anymore. 
Uh, they can put it on there for twenty dollars off, but that's a sale, so they probably don't have to reflect that on Steam. But if they permanently drop the price by ten dollars on on Connect, then they would probably have to drop. They would have to drop it by ten dollars on Steam. Yeah, that sounds accurate. That would be my guess. But I think that's that makes sense because of the way that it's worded. That does make sense. Out my ass again. So, oh hey, look, Double Seven Golden Eye. It's a good one. It's a good movie. A little Pierce Brosnan. Yep, it's classic. I can't believe some of the titles I get away with. Anyway, or I can't the, believe some of like the names. Yeah, the names. They, the names. The yeah. names are right up there with the titles. Yeah. Uh so am I uh, am anyway. I evens now? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, now you would technically become evens. I will become even. Uh, even Steven. Hey, Epic you, game. You, we had up? this conversation earlier. Everything's an even. That's true. Everything is an even. Uh, Epic Games announced that it has acquired artist platform ArtStation. Uh, terms of the deal. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. While Epic said that artists will be able to continue to use ArtStation as they have previously, it did roll out two immediate changes to the site. First, Epic is lowering the standard platform holder fee on the ArtStation marketplace from a 30% cut of sales to 12%. Falling in line with everything else, so... Uh, second, it will make the ArtStation learning, stream, learning Streaming Video Service, that's a dumb name, uh, free for ArtStation subscribers for the remainder of the year. That's nice. Yeah. I I know nothing about ArtStation. I don't know e- anything about it either, but it's just one more thing that it's a, yeah, it's, it's Epic look, is absorbing. It looks like, yeah, one more thing, and then, hey, we're going to put it in line with our other things. So, All right, cool, I guess. Hopefully, people I'm sure that actually use ArtStation don't uh, lose their mind. Yeah, in a couple months, it'll probably have some way to like inject things into the Unreal Engine. Yeah, and then you use ArtStation in line with the fucking face technology and everything gets weird. Yep. Um, all right, so now that we've covered uh, Valve, Microsoft, and Epic, let's go back to Microsoft. Number three, Microsoft announced that Halo Infinite will support cross-play and cross-progression when it launches later this year. This will allow PC and Xbox players to match together and play the Halo Infinite campaign, and this support also extends to multiplayer. Any multiplayer customization and progress will sync across both PC and Xbox. And this is Nate's caveat warning. Be prepared for this to be delayed. Infinite? Yep. I'm just... I'm. Just want to warn people. I don't. It might not be. It might not be delayed at all. But I don't want people to get their hopes up. Put then, that. Put that in the back of your head, because that 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 is going to be a big component of something we're going to talk about probably at the end of the episode. Okay. All right. A um, little, little, little sneak preview on my. Accident. No, you can keep talking about it now. I'm just saying, like, you're going to read something later and it's be like, go, "Yeah, oh, same thing." Yeah. You're yeah, probably going to laugh because you're going to think it's funny. Probably haven't read that part yet, so. Yeah. Uh but that is that is my one like I I love cross progression. I love the sync. Keep everything this was, the same. This is <clears throat> this is a good quality of life announcement. Yeah, this was borderline didn't I just threw it in there as a as just so we haven't heard about Halo Infinite in a while. But like good. at this Which, point good. At this point, I would ex- like I would assume that this sh- that should be in Halo, especially coming out of Microsoft. This should yeah. be the thing. Yeah, I would expect almost not to happen at Sony, but that's just because Sony's 
Sony. Mm. But Microsoft, this is this is their whole mo lately is to be inclusive, f- inclusive, more uh, multiple situation friendly. That's not even the word I want. Multiple locations friendly with their Xbox and PC being uh, shared across things. But I'm just telling you, just keep that, keep a voice in your back of your head that tells you to not get excited. Yeah. Get excited when it's in your hands. Don't get excited beforehand. Um, I know we talked about it. Is, is Microsoft doing E3? I know it. Well, they're one of the ones that are I'm doing not it, right? paying attention until we're getting closer. Because it's it's gonna. I think they were one of the ones that was announced, but then I'm like, I'm all fucking. What's fucking, actually happening yeah. with E3? Are they just are they saying that they're not participating in E3, but they are participating in E3, but they're still doing their own conference, but they're not. To, I'm just like, I'll wait till a schedule shows up for that weekend. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna lose my mind otherwise. Try to figure it out. I think this year I'm more interested in E3 just because of like the shit show of the pandemic. And right. now I'm just like, what's everyone going to do? Like, this is so interesting. And, like, going back to Halo Infinite, like, are we going to see it? Are we not right. going to see it? And I think it's going to be kind of telling if we don't see it or if it's like a footnote. Um, it would be telling. Depend- it would be a lot very telling, even if we did see it, how much we see. Yeah. If what if we just, see it and then they immediately delay it and we're all going to like facepalm? What if they like side by side cut their old trailer with what they redid? So they play them both and they go, and here's Craig. Here's what Craig looks like now. And they're like, I don't look much better, <laughs> but all right, Craig. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I just want that voice. That should just be everybody's motto at this point. Don't get excited until it's in your hand. Because yeah. this pandemic has pushed everything. Whether you want to believe it or not, it has. There was um, there was the GDC survey, which I wanted to talk about, but I couldn't get enough. Always a good survey, though. Yeah. Always interesting. Oh, I don't mind me. My eyes just bugging out. Uh, I couldn't get enough of the survey that I wanted, so hopefully next week. I actually tried to download the whole fucking survey, but the link was broken for some reason. Probably because everybody else tried to download it. Probably. But one of the things I saw was that 44% of developers said that their release time was affected by the pandemic. Yeah. Yep. That's that tracks with um there were a lot of a lot of just like top businesses, not top businesses, but a lot of businesses at every scale that were like we lost somewhere around like 30% of production like rate mm. just due to you know, people not not having that in-person communication and everything else. Yeah. Which is crazy when you think about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It'll be nice to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, any of the after after action reports on, on this, this year. Ah, the old um, post-mortems. Yes. Uh, number four, Activision Blizzard has extended Bobby... Kodak, is it Kodak or Kodak? Kodak, thank you. I go Bobby, with Kodak. Bobby Kodak's employment agreement. Uh, that was, Just, which is a very funny way to put that. that is. Uh, which will see him serve as company CEO. <laughs> Not the drive-thru attendant, are we sure? <laughs> <laughs> Until at least March 31st, 2023. But it comes with a pay cut. 
I, uh, yeah. Kotick's agreed-upon base salary has been voluntarily reduced by 50% to align with company targets. Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, this equates to a 700, 800. Oh, my God. Wow. Can't read. Uh, this equates to $875,000 reduction. Uh, Kodak has also agreed to reduce his target annual bonus by 50%, a potential reduction of $1.75 million for fiscal years 2021 and 2022. So, yeah. Ready for the hot take time? Sure. He's already got paid, so he doesn't need more. Two. Think about it. Save him face. Not even that. Think about it. What does he think is coming out this year? 2021 fiscal report. What does he think is releasing this year? Uh, bef- Like 2021 fiscal year, which would affect his immediate earnings based on the 50%. What does he think is coming out this year? Oh, my God. Blizzard Activision. I don't know. It's got to be a... Uh... Are we thinking a Blizzard game or an Activision game or both? I mean, Diablo. Call of Duty is a, a, a write-in. Call of Duty every time. Um, are Crash we... is technically Activision. Yep. Uh, do we Crash have... is already... Do we have any Blizzard games coming out? We don't know, do we? Right. In theory, you would have nine point. You would have nine point one whenever that comes out for the patch. But your question marks are Diablo Four, Diablo Immortal, Overwatch Two. Like it's it's all question marks for twenty twenty one. So, so you think it's a preemptive like? It's like I I know I'm not going to hit the bonuses, so why don't I just drop them? Salary is well, a little different, but I think the bonuses for sure are like I'm not going to hit 2021 100 percent anyway. So the funny thing is, uh, the article that I was reading specified it, but I didn't put it in there. But his bonuses don't aren't getting altered. Like his bonus amounts are the same. So like, I think the stock based ones. So his annual bonus yeah. does did get cut. But the ones for stock performance didn't get touched. Oh, okay. So, like, if if the the stock has gone up, and if it keeps going up, yeah, he gets a he gets a bonus. So, I guess then in that case, potentially, if we revert and say by opposite the other way, maybe he thinks things are actually coming out, and you're going to bank on the stock bonuses. Yeah. I could see that. You know everything else is going to sell. I think it's a combination of... I like the idea that it's like a preemptive, like, nothing's coming out. Yeah. So I'm taking a pay cut to, like, to make... Save face or make the company, like, not want to get rid of me. Yeah. Well, because I can't believe... And also... You remember all the news he was getting for... um, his pay being out of line for like the rest of the industry or like whatever the case was. Yeah. It was being, it was nuts technically. Yeah. So Um, I'm wondering if it's just like, he knows he's been raking it this whole time. So he's like, like, "Ah, I'm going to part of it. Like once it came out, it's like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. Um, Those are all possible. I mean, if it was the stock thing, then it's the interesting part where you can look at it and go, well, are either of the Diablos coming out? 
Maybe. Uh, sorry. Are any of the three Diablos coming out? Maybe you get remastered, but you're not going to see Immortal or 4 somehow, which that's mind-blowing in that sentence. If Immortal doesn't come out soon, like as in this year, like what the fuck? Right. Um, Overwatch 2 just lost Kaplan, and now there's a lot of other like... That might be in some sort of development hell. Not even... I mean, it might be in a development hell, but it also just might be like how... You would think it would be this year. It's not going to be, but you'd think it would be this year. Yeah, well, based like in that same mindset, based on traditional timelines, all of their stuff should be coming out this year or next year. On on a traditional timeline, yes, and on a traditional timeline, you'd be getting in twenty twenty two the announcement of the next WoW expansion. In a traditional sense, yeah. Take guess what you're not getting. That. We're on Blizzard time. Unless we actually time it with a BlizzCon in November and then everything else is a ramp up, but there's a solid chance this is a three-year instead of two-year. Or whatever the time breakdown normally is. Add a year into whatever the normal breakdown is. So, yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting to look at. But number five. New. I'm going to turn towards the mic this time because I've probably been away from it too long because I've been talking sideways. New court documents ahead of the upcoming Epic versus Apple saga have indicated how small the iOS audience was for Fortnite. In conversations between the court and Epic's chief financial officer, Joe Babcock, the later latter was questioned about monthly flash reports that showed Fortnite's revenue split between platforms. Babcock confirmed that the revenue from iOS was the second lowest of all platforms, only outperforming Android. Which the funny thing about that is they didn't actually get any revenue directly from the Android because it just linked to the out. Side. Yeah. Uh, for 2020, iOS was forecasted to make 5.8% of Fortnite's total revenue. The Epic versus Apple trial begins on Monday, May 3rd. I can't wait. <laughs> so I much just... juicy stuff's going to come out. I just want the good judge. Just yeah, spicy right. judge. I'm, I'm hoping for these like ne- like I want some good quotes. I want spicy judge and I want memes. Yeah, I want them to have to play Thanos dancing in a courtroom or explain what ninja is to a, a judge. It's either going to be like really boring or <laughs> just there's like three things. It's either going to be unbelievably boring as courtrooms are. It's going to be cringy. Yeah. Or it's just going to be a fiesta, which is fun. Yeah, it's just going to be like a circus. Yeah. I'm hoping for circus. I'm hoping for circus, too. Uh, I'm hoping they pull it. Like, they actually do have to do, like, video of fucking Thanos dancing or something. Just, like, an entire Fortnite meme montage, basically, of just breaking down what it is. It'll be interesting. They I'm play have the, to... the beginning of the YouTube Rewind thing with, like, Ninja and the Buffs or whatever. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm going to have to bookmark uh, Law 360. I'm surprised you don't have a bookmark already. I've never actually gone like... Not neither one. I've never typed it in. I mean, I might have linked to it like twice, but that's about it. All right. Speaking of court documents, Epic Games is holding back Fortnite from being available on Microsoft's xCloud service. Pretty hypocritical. Epic, just saying. According to a new deposition made public as part of the Epic case against Apple. 
uh, Joe uh, Kreener, Epic's vice president of business de- business development, was questioned over why Fortnite isn't available on X Cloud and confirmed it was a deliberate choice. "Quote: We viewed Microsoft's efforts with X Cloud to be competitive with our PC offerings." End quote. The court document made it appear like Kreener may uh, may go on to explain why, but the next part of the questioning had been redacted, which is also fun. Yeah. I like that. That's a weird. That's a weird line to draw in the sand. Epic does like. Like, why don't you want it on XCloud if it's on Xbox? Yeah, and how I, is I it? I don't get the difference. And how is it? Like, they don't have a streaming service, do they? Does no, Epic? that's why. Like, when he's like, "Oh, it competes with our PC," when I'm like, "Do you think people are only using XCloud on PCs?" Okay, so going back to the iOS thing, the other funny part about that is that they found that all the people who played, who downloaded, not all of them, but they, by their numbers, the majority of the people that played Fortnite on iOS already played Fortnite on other platforms. Right, yeah, somewhere else, yeah. Yeah. Because that who starts playing Fortnite on mobile? Exactly, that was... That percentage of Fortnite players has to be like .01. Yeah. Or... Actually, it might be point zero zero one. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like Epic is always playing like some weird, like fucking like four D chess because like yeah, but everybody else is playing checkers, and that's why the fucking lawsuits get confusing. Yeah, <laughs> because there's no financial gain for them. The the their gain, they're looking at a gain somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, they're smoke and mirroring. Yeah, hardcore, really hardcore. It's. <laughs> It's almost, uh, is it, is it Star Trek I'm thinking of, or is it the fucking, what Han and Chewie are playing? Star Trek's got the, the three-tiered. Yeah, the three-tiered chess. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking of, like, that happening, mm-hmm. but then, like, Sasquatch and the Abominable Snowman trying to figure out how to play checkers is basically, like, the, yeah. the difference levels of what you're looking at, and it's like, oh, all right, well, don't know what any of this is going to happen, but okay. You can see that it conflicts with our PC offerings. And meanwhile, Sasquatch just like moves one piece over the other one. He's like, I don't understand how this interferes at all. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven. Also, every time I say Sasquatch, I just can't help but think of that video. Which one? The Sasquatch walking with you on the sand and the beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When I needed you, you weren't there with me. Sasquatch looked at him and replied. (laughs) so good uh number seven sony released its financial results for the full year ending march 31st 2020 basically everything went up number eight uh buried within the report sony revealed ps5 has shipped 7.8 wait a second for full year ending no 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 full year ending 2021 march 31st 2021 yeah, yeah, my bad, That's my right. bad. I was like, wait a second, there's no PS5 in that fiscal year. Sorry, hold on. Full year ending March 31st, 2021. Sony revealed PS5 has shipped 7.8 million units into retail since launching in November. So let's be very clear about what that means. Sony sent stores 7.8 million units. So if you can't find any, for some weird reason, the store sell them. Not Sony. Weird, right? Let me hit you with some science. 
Ain't that fucking weird. This includes 4.5 million during its launch quarter and 3.3 million in the three months and that ended March 31st. Sony sold 338.9 million games in the past year across the two consoles. Not Vita and PS3, because we talked about those. Fuck them. (laughs) Uh, 58.4 million of those games were first party. Looking at its network services. So wait a second. So first party would include Last of Us, Ghosts, Spider-Man, Dreams. No, Spider-Man's not first party. Oh. Is Insomniac first party now? I don't know. They're one of those weird second party ones, aren't they? That's like not first party, but they're kind of like treated like they're first party. I thought so, but honestly, I might just be wrong. But we're just going to ignore that, and we're going to move on. Uh, Looking at its network services, there were 47.6 million PlayStation Plus subscribers by the end of Q4 2020. Overall, Sony Corporation reported revenues of $81.7 billion. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Those are some big numbers. 47.6 million PlayStation Plus subscribers is 20 million higher than I would have guessed. Yeah, that number was bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, not that it, it really matters, but they their revenue is more than I thought it would be as well. But Yeah, but I would have never been able to ballpark that. Um, also, the PS5 is the fastest selling console. 
ever. It, it, what does that mean? It's. I mean, the previous one was the PS4, I think, like as far as the time it's been out so far. Okay. All right. I say we we need a time window because like if I sell five of them in one minute on launch night, that's pretty fucking quick. <laughs> well, there you go. As as far as the time that it's been out, it's the fastest selling console. The same thing with like the Cyberpunk thing, right? Where it's thirteen point seven million copies at this point. But then again, when it released in launch week quotes, it was the fastest selling PC game of all time. And then literally a week later, Shadowlands came out and said uh or no, sorry, Shadowlands came out before it blew the record up and it was like well that doesn't mean anything and cyberpunk came out two weeks later and went uh, the records are sound and you're like i don't what do these mean you guys have no time then, windows when you claim fastest selling anything and then gta 6 will come out and they'll blow everything out of the water yeah. and <laughs> we all but know it, that's a joke because gta 6 ain't coming out yeah and if it does it'll do the same dumb shit where it doesn't release on pc for a year dumb <laughs> you imagine you imagine like this like now not releasing on PC at the same time they're released on consoles. And you want to know what? They'd fucking do it, too. They would do it, and no one would fucking care because it's Rockstar. And oh, no, like, people, oh, people, would, people would bitch. People would bitch at this point. Especially the streamers. Streamers would lose their shit. This doesn't have cross-play. It's like the same thing. Like, why didn't Red Dead come out on PC at the same time? You know what I mean? That's like, a good point. Red Dead. Good game. Mangoes Dutch. All right, where are we at here? Goddamn plan. Uh, number eight, Respawn Entertainment and Oculus have a had a hand in winning the Academy Award for Best Documentary Short Subject at the 2021 Oscars uh, for its in-game film, Colette. Uh, Colette is a 25-minute documentary made by Anthony, oh boy, uh, Giacchino. Yeah, yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> and Alice uh, Doyard. Doyard. I like the second one better. Doyard? Doyard. Uh, co-produced. I mean, do Doyard if you really want to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, co-produced by Respawn and Oculus. It features as part of the gallery mode in Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, a VR game released last year. How many people played that? I didn't even know it came out. I'd like to see the sales numbers. Uh, Colette marks the first ever Academy Award win for a video game company. Good for them. Yeah. Interesting. Made me curious. I was like, oh, is it that good? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go find out that way, though, by buying a VR headset and then playing Medal of Honor. But it's a good point. I still have uh, Dan Carlin's VR experience. Oh, yeah. Never tried it. Interesting. Surprised you haven't yet. Granted, you got stuck in The Witcher and stopped listening to Roman Empire things, so. It got, the Roman Empire got a little redundant. Oh, no shit, really? It was it's, only around for so long that it didn't, you're telling me that it kind of went in circles at some point? It's, it does, it does, obviously. Remember when, we, remember when we watched the history of the world? Yes. Y- yeah. Also, uh, there was a new uh, Dan Carlin episode for uh, Hardcore History Addendum. Oh, for Addendum, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought Supernova was over. And I did no, it's got one more episode. Oh, no, it does have one more episode. And it's, he said on Addendum... That it's a really, it's gonna be a really long episode. Sixteen <laughs> hours, no. Um, but I did pause The Witcher to listen to um, the new episode of Addendum. It was worth it because you know history. Number nine. The, the no mm, tablet. 
Gotcha. The release of Fall Guys for the Xbox and Nintendo Switch has been delayed indefinitely, which is interesting. Uh, in a blog post, Mediatonic stated that the previously announced summer 2020 release period was unfortunately just too soon for the development team. Uh, yeah, the indefinitely part was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're going to tell me it's too soon, give me another release window. Really not confident in a release window. I, in some ways, I'm happy for not getting a second release window. Yeah. Because we've complained about it. Where it's like, if you just keep giving us release windows and then not hitting them, you're the boy that cried wolf. Mm-hmm. But now that you're like, you know what? We just don't know if it's going to exist. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's good. Oh. <laughs> There's like no faith in that statement. You know what it might be? Is it might be like, oh, well, maybe they're just not going to uh, do Fall Guys. They'll, they'll do no, the you sequel. Know, you know what it is. Didn't they just get bought? They did. By Epic. Epic. Yes. And isn't Epic like feuding with Microsoft kind of now? Oh, well, currently? they're Microsoft. Epic is just like feuding with everyone. So, right. you think so I, like Epic Store exclusive. They're like, oh man, can you imagine if like you didn't get Fall Guys? Weird, right? Huh? Microsoft, give us Fortnite, you fuckers. <laughs> they're like, what? That's a. You're using Fall Guys to leverage Fortnite? That's fucking weird, man. It's messed up. Uh, they do Would it. be an interesting. A very interesting uh, 3D chess power play yeah, that they're trying weird, to do there. There's some weird shit going on with Epic. We got we got our eyes on you. I see Epic. what you're doing, Tim Sweeney. <clears throat> Demon Barber of Fleet Street. That is a reference that like two people listening to this might get. And you're potentially one of them. I mean, that's a pretty... It, it, that was a pretty popular movie. It was a pretty popular play as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but more people are likely to see the movie than the play or musical. I mean, I mean, I want to say that because it should be accurate. But also, like, if you didn't know what it was beforehand, it's kind of like a fucked up movie to just go into. Like, that's a really fucked up movie. It's not like it's Les Mis where it had the just the pedigree of existing. So people were like, oh, watch... Gerard Butler not sing correctly. Like he was the one that was in that movie, right? No, not oh, fuck. It was uh, Hugh Jackman and oh, Russell Jackman. Crow. Oh, sorry, the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. They're all in the same area. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Those guys not sing correctly. Someone's um, going to come after me for, they did just fine. I'm like, yep, that's why you had to give them a fucking close-up. Prove they could actually sing. Anyway, you weren't sorry. far off, though, because Gerard Butler did uh, Phantom of the Opera. And he he did get when the same. When the fuck did he do that? He did the same. He got the same criticism for not being able to sing. You know what? To be fair, I the never. New fa- the, new, the newest Phantom of the Opera is Gerard Butler. What do you mean the newest Phantom of the Opera? It was like t- the 2000-something. I never. I think I maybe watched the movie once, and that was, I don't know if it was college or high school or something. For like, someone was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna watch this," and I was like, "Oh sure, whatever." But I had already seen. I've seen it on Broadway. Yeah, with a whole bunch of people that I couldn't tell you who any of them are. So it was actually good. Yeah, they can all you know sing. Mm-hmm. Beware, masquerade! All the faces on parade, masquerade. masquerade. I love that one. Anyways, um Angel of Music. 
And we shouldn't be criticizing people yeah. for singing. Can you imagine me <laughs> just walking around with half a mask on? Uh, so there was when nothing I, wrong on my face, just because, you know. Yeah, when I fell off the car and my face was fucked up, uh, oh, my brother was in college. Uh, you've heard this story, I'm sure, but podcast people might worth not it. Have. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, I fell off the car. Half my face was fucked up. It was really gruesome. It was fantastic. Um, I was in high school. My brother was in college. So we went to go pick my brother up. My brother is a big theater guy. Uh, yeah. Long story short, he gets in the car and he throws me a fan of the opera mask. And it was just like one of the funniest things ever. And what made it even funnier was we had to stop at Walmart on the way home. And uh, and you were wearing the mask. No, I wasn't. Oh, this but we were, we were walking together. And like there was a, you know, the main aisles met and there was this like really cute girl and she like, like she was perpendicular to me. So she saw me and she smiled and I went to go look and turn to her and like the rest rest of my face became apparent and like her face just dropped and she immediately just like had this look of like pity slash like you. Yeah. And it was, it was all good until that. Yeah. Fun times. Uh, Activision. We're listening to Phantom after this now. It's stuck in my head. Yeah. Uh, got you, bitch. Uh, number 10. <laughs> I, like that you, I like that you show up here with like one goal, and it's just to get certain songs in my head, and you're like, ha-ha, fucker, you're going to think of that for a week. Uh, I mean, you're... I, I owe you, because during the week, I got oh. in a fucking Rasputin kick. Yes. And then that led down like a Boney M thing, and I got Samantha into it. And then we ended up watching video because she didn't know who Rasputin was. Like, who? Oh, the, like the actual the, the person. The actual person. Okay, so okay. then we started watching videos about that, and she was fucking mesmerized by this. That person. movie's insane. I've never seen the movie. I've seen clips of it. It's, so. it's exactly what you would think. Oh, geez. The only thing that they needed, honestly, if the Monty Python crew was really still killing it and like. You know, not old as they were, they should have done a fucking Rasputin movie. Yeah, it would have been so good. Yeah, there's potential there. Uh, number ten, Activision Blizzard exec Johanna. Another one. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> Johanna Fairies has been named as the new general manager for the Call of Duty franchise. Uh, fairies, or would you say? I would say fairies. I don't know. Faries, 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 Faries. No, I have no idea. I, I would say Faris sounds nice. Let's it does. go Faris. Okay, all right. Well, sorry, Joanna, if that's not how your name's pronounced. All right, I'm just going to call her by her first name, Johanna. Uh, <laughs> so much emphasis on the H. <laughs> <laughs> Same, Johanna weird. <laughs> replaces Brian Bede. Uh, do you want to question that one, too? <laughs> I do, but I'm not going Former Former EVP and general manager of Call of Duty. Uh, what do we settle on again? Fairies for the accented word. It was like I said, Fairies. Fairies. That was it. Uh, Fairies will also retain a role as commissioner commissioner for Activision Blizzard's esport leagues, which include the Overwatch League and the Call of Duty leagues. Uh, prior to joining Activision Blizzard, uh, Johanna spent twelve years working for the NFL. Uh, possibly related, probably not. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 developer Toys for Bob has been moved to a support role for Call of Duty Warzone. But they did say that they're going to continue to support uh, Crash 4. Yeah. So, probably no, business no, as, as yeah. usual. No real big news. Just yeah, doing doing the usual of throw every dev you have at Call of Duty until it can, you know, keeps 
till basically the cow's empty type of thing. Yep, just like EA does with Battle uh, Battlefield. No, just like EA does. EA does. Because EA doesn't really do that with Battlefield. They did it this year with Battlefield. Battlefield didn't come out this year. They're doing it this year with Battlefield. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I, was I, what I meant. It's all, it's, yeah. It's closer to, I was trying to think of the other, like, Bioware, or like EA with Bioware games. Like, EA with any game, really. Yeah, yeah, that's they, coming like, close oh, we got Or Sony with The Last of Us. Like, yeah. Cancel every other game. We only do The Last of Us. I'm sure Ubisoft does it too with all their games. Yeah, for some parts. For, well, for some of them, I know. I mean, but like, I don't think they do it for like The Division. Just because it's, that's the Snowdrop engine and yada yada. Then again, they also run with like everybody on their own engine. So, yeah. There's some Division 3 rumors kicking around this, this week. Show me actual products. Yeah. Uh, now for some questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on. Insert music segment here. Copyright. Yeah, right. That's not in pitch. <laughs> uh, number one, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is getting a full PS5 and Xbox Series X update this summer. That would be pretty dope, actually, if you haven't played it already. Because, like, it was yeah. kind of, it would look good, but it ran, kind of, like, questionable at some points. Yeah, though, for my my questionable running with it, like, when I was playing it, was not due to graphics. It was due to, like, mechanical things. Yeah. Like, the skating feeling with your character mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. I wonder if that is, like, performance-related as well. That would be interesting to yeah. see. And it should be still on Game Pass, so it'll yeah. be good for Xbox people. Yeah. Uh, also, the PS5 will be available to buy in China on May 15th, a little over six months after its original release in the U.S. last year. I got really sad when I saw that. That China's going to have them before you? Yes. Okay. Um, I tried three times this week. Try to buy one from China. I probably would have more success. Well, potentially. Just all the other th- problems that come you know, with that. That's fine. All right, you said it. Uh, number three, Capcom will now give you a week to play Resident Evil Village's dem- final demo instead of just a day. Uh, play sessions are still limited to an hour, though. So, you know, if you want to check out the demo, there you go. Uh, number four, an Xbox Insider said there's a Mandalorian game in the works from a Microsoft first-person studio. You know what we call that? Halo Infinite. <laughs> there you go. Chief's got to carry around a kid. I. That not, would be cool. It's not even like that hard to just make that happen. This one irritated me because of the whole like uh, Star Wars fucking, what was it? 18, 13, 13, 18, 18? 13, 13. 13, 13. Yeah, Star Wars 13, 13. You had it. It was there. You had it. Yep. But, you know, you had EA. And so. Or no, 13, 13 was still Lucas. Yep. But then you made a deal with EA and you ruined your entire bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to uh, The Last of Us, Neil Druckmann. <laughs> Seeing how it's... Skipped one. No. I, oh, a different... Oh, sorry. I saw Xbox Insider twice and skipped it. A different Xbox Insider is saying that Bethesda's Starfield is an Xbox exclusive and that Microsoft is pushing for a 2021 release uh, in the holiday. 
I'm, I'm sure they're pushing for it. This is the one that kicks back to the Halo Infinite because the Xbox Insider said that Microsoft would like to have Halo Infinite and Starfield on Game Pass for the holidays. I'm sure they would like that. Can you imagine? Here's okay. here's here's my here's my immediate quick take. They have to be at least a month separated. So you'd have to have Halo in October and Starfield in November. You want them both out before Black Friday. You want them for all of December to be available, and obviously you want them available for the holidays. Here's the problem with those statements. Halo looked like dog shit, and they said we're taking a year. That's not a good sign in terms of, like, we're going to be able to get it out. Starfield, we ain't seen shit. And you're going to tell me it's coming out this year? Ooh, Lord. So the guy said, uh, unless it's a demo. <laughs> this is, like, not... This one's in here for, for the fun of it, because, like... yeah. The guy said that Starfield's 100% finished and they're just squashing bugs. So there's also another game that said that. Like that. And it said it for quite a few months, actually. And then it released with a lot of bugs in it. And it still has a lot of bugs. And actually, a bunch of people complained, but it did sell 13.7 million copies. So. As far as Microsoft is concerned, they can make a lot of money. I guess. I mean, Microsoft's been making a lot of good moves, but can you imagine if they tried to pull an EA and force both these games out? Like I said, that's why they would have to be a month separated because you can't. You, you'd have to. You, here's the thing. I think you month separate them, and this this is the part that would. I'm just thinking from a finished state. Oh yeah, no. From a finit, from a rushed out perspective, it's terrible. Because if they're if they are rushed and they come in broken states, holy shit! For your first Bethesda published title, and you're not getting Deathloop out before that, you have a problem. Also, actually, you know what? No, just right there. That alone is a problem. If that comes out before Deathloop, what the fuck <laughs> happened? Also, you re- you'd have to release in my head Starfield before Halo. By a month. Because Halo will retain with multiplayer. Where you can get the Starfield crowd to jump and try Halo. I, I think it's harder. But then again, they'd be like, well, they're two different crowds. They don't really care. They'll yeah. play them both. But I'm like, in my head, you don't want to do the Titanfall 2 problem that EA did. Yeah. And kill it immediately. I mean, I we don't say... know what fucking Starfield is. Yeah, I mean, first off, I want to say that I 100% do not believe Starfield's even... I mean, I'm still not sold on Halo, so like, yeah. But my thing would be, yeah, it says they want them out by holiday. Fuck that. Um, What if they say holiday window, which means to like March 31st, 2020? That's where where I was going. Uh, Halo would be true holiday wherever you want to do September, October, November, whatever. If they do true holiday, it's November. They don't release that in October. Um, they release Starfield. It, they, they release it to compete with Call of Duty in November. Starfield would be like February. I could. I that makes more sense. But, yeah, I mean that would be like a genuine like, but that would still be a shock because that means at at E three slash conference slash whatever the fuck is happening in June, we have to see Starfield. 
and that would that would bring everybody back to the reminiscence of like it's Fallout Four all over again. It's coming out in six months, and it's like, all right, cool. We do love that moment, but also like people weren't happy with certain things that Fallout Four would launch because it's a fucking game on the goddamn creation engine, which means it's going to break. But I'm you glad had- you said that because I I was going to bring it up. I was going to be like, just so we all remember. This game is going to be on the same fucking engine right. again. And there's the thing. It's on the creation engine. But Fallout, we had a recipe for because we had four previous ones. One, two, well, one and two don't really count because they're a completely different style of game. But then New Vegas and three, where you're like, okay, we know what we're going to be getting into with Fallout 4. This is an entirely new IP running on the creation engine. Fall, just, just to remind everybody, Fallout 76 runs on the creation engine. Skyrim ran in the creation engine. I believe Oblivion ran in the creation engine. Let's just, you know, everybody pucker up. They're going to be bad. Uh, Anyway, number six, Last of Us, because I'm not calling him Naughty Dogs anymore. Last of Us, Neil Druckmann confirmed that he has already drafted a story outline with co-writer Haley Gross of what would happen in The Last of Us Part 3. Although, according to him, The Last of Us Part 3 isn't currently being made. (laughs) Good joke. (laughs) <laughs> I still think that I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I might have just we might have been discussing this when we were discussing the Last of Us Two remake. Because um, I know I said it to you, I think downstairs, but I don't remember if I said it on the podcast. The more I think about it, I think it would have been entirely impressive had they ended the Last of Us Two with Ellie having walked off into the woods and a single gunshot being the final scene. It would have been like it way would, more redeeming. It would have been way more redeeming, but it also would have left with a whole ton of open questions. Where now your open questions are like, what the fuck's going on? There's a single gunshot after she leaves the open house and like is still like in a weird state. You can have the question of who shot who shot what. Yeah. I didn't think but like the, the crazy idea that she kills herself after doing all that is such a it's obviously <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm laughing because I can't believe how you could get that to an audience without them losing their shit. Like you just openly depicted a suicide. How do you tell that to people without like l- them entirely losing their minds? But for me in my head with all the things that the trauma into and everything else it's almost fitting that she would just collapse under it at the end of it all. Yeah. Because everything she worked for, she then immediately lost to her own goals and like everything else. And the house just, it's her walks into the woods. It's a deep pan out on the house and the farm and the windmills slowly spinning single gunshot credits. Like what, what the fuck do you do there? Except just then sit there and stare at the screen. Like, yeah, I thought, um, I thought they said they weren't going to make another Last of Us. Good joke. Yeah, I know they said that, but, like, good joke. It's not even a good joke. It's, it's like, Matt, they're remaking the first one. Why, at this point, would they not say we're going to just make The Last of Us Part 3? They're remaking the first one. They can't not touch this franchise. And it upsets me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know what Naughty Dog's capable. Yeah, they're getting hung up on shit. Move on. Even if it was the last if it was the last of us part three, I'd feel better about it. If they just said we're scrapping the remake and we're gonna go to three, I'd go, Okay. Honestly, okay. 
Yeah, at least it'd be like we we forward. Would, we would have less of recycled bullshit. Which somebody's gonna say, well, that's really diminishing to the Last of Us remake. I'm like, we've had it three times. This is the third time we're getting it. Yeah. Anyway, number seven, and probably my favorite one in here, ArenaNet announced that the reveal of End of Dragons, the next Guild Wars 2 expansion, will take place on January 27th. Hell yeah, Guild Wars 2. You're not dead. Live and kicking. Granted, I don't like you, but hey, you're live and kicking. Enough people do to keep you on. Number eight, in the... In the water is wet category of news, uh, an EA or sorry, EA, a leaked EA document that is 54 pages long basically says that EA's goal is to push players to FIFA Ultimate Team to make more money off loot boxes. Water is wet. I, I mean, yeah, same thing for probably Madden and like everything. Yeah, uh huh. Water is wet, Matt. You know, there's a philosophical conversation around that statement. There's like an argument about it. That water whether, isn't wet? Whether or not like the water itself is wet or it only be the because of the way that the word wet works, does something only become wet once water is applied to it, but water itself is not inherently wet. It, it's a whole it's a whole like is the glass half full or half empty argument, except where that's used to like discuss whether you're optimistic or pessimistic. Or you're like, it's both, and then you're the asshole. It's basically that scenario. Number nine. (laughs) Tangent. Uh, Google, in partnership with 2K, has developed an open source cloud storage system for game development and game data called OpenSaves. Interesting. Better than called uh, OpenSaves 2K20. (laughs) Uh, number 10, the official and final one. The official PlayStation magazine is rebranding as Play Magazine. That's dangerous. The official PlayStation magazine was the last major licensed game console magazine in circulation. And now the Play Magazine, where you can press all the buttons and get all the feelings. Is that not, like, inherently dangerous? I wonder if it's going to come in, like, a mirrored plastic sleeve and, like, hidden on the top shelf. So the kids can't see the boobies. Who buys print porn anyway? Weirdos. That is strange. Some some douchebag hipster does. It's just better in print. You really get it better when it's on VHS. Fuck off, dude. Anyway, sorry. Losing my mind. It's been seven days since we've last done this. What have you been up to? Uh, nothing exciting. Uh, so we're remodeling the spare bedroom, sort of, because you know, tear tear apart the whole entire house. Uh, we pulled oh, up so the what, floor. So what room are we on now? We're on the spare bedroom. Yes. How many rooms are done? To how many are torn up? What's the ratio to torn up to done? Not like not like hasn't started yet, because I know that's a different category. Are we three torn up to zero done? That's accurate, yeah. That was a guess. I feel pretty good about that. I mean, the living room and dining room are questionable because they, they just require trim, and we never have well, those are, never yeah, those, done it. Okay, those aren't... Yeah, no, okay, so I know the current state of at least those two rooms. Mm-hmm. Those aren't torn up in what I'm no. thinking. I'm talking like either paint getting thrown all around, like everything emptied out of a room for paint, or like walls down, floor torn up, as you've said. Yeah. 
So the spare bedroom, we are, that's going to be the quote nursery. Lame. Um, you should just call it the experimentation room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we tore up the floor, the laboratory, and uh, we found some interesting things. Dead. Uh, not animals? that interesting. Oh. No, so we we had Hook some hands. there were some built in cabinets. We took those out and we saw some of the floor underneath and we're like, oh, this is interesting. So we tore up the carpet, pulled up the plywood, and there's these like huge I don't know what type of wood because I'm not a fucking um arborist. Anyways, um big wonderful planks. So we're probably going to resurface those, but we found something painted on the floor that was like a like a company thing. It was like summoning circle. No, I oh. wish. Uh, so we're trying to. I don't know. I might post the photo on like Reddit or something and see if someone can do, like, the do something with it. Internet sleuth, because uh, it's like partially worn off, but it doesn't look like English. But it's like almost like wood burnt on it and it's just the i'll show you a picture afterwards okay so that was fun um i've been listening to a lot of the witcher books still uh i am on the second to last book so i'm on book seven of eight and i'm almost done with that one so by next week probably by yeah by next week i'll have i'll have them done um haven't really played a ton of games. Um, I played a little bit more of Guild Wars, not that much. Um, probably, I, you I know how far you are? Not that far. I'm like still in fucking the. I think technically the starting area because it's it's pretty fucking the like the first portion of the game's pretty sizable. So true. You'll uh, play the, you're gonna play the expansion too. I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably just. I mean, I was I was going to disrespectfully ask if you were going to finish the game, but um, I don't even know because you know, like, yeah, 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 it's kind of like a nostalgia, nostalgia thing. trip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, there's a couple other MMOs I kind of want to dip into to get a nostalgia fucking high from temporarily, just because they've come up in the news and I remember listen, playing them. Listen, Mass Effect's next month. All right. Yeah, so like I, this, it's gonna start picking up here because I want to do, um, I want to do Days Gone on PC, which is coming out soon. Yep, I want to play through The Witcher three after doing all the books. Um, I want to do Mass Effect. So like those three are probably like the big big ones coming up. Um, but that's about it for me. No, no movies. I don't think. Batman Begins. I started. I was watching Batman Begins, but the okay. Yeah, it was just randomly. I was like doing dishes, and he had something to ah. Yeah. Oh, Hemingway, uh, new Ken Burns documentary, Hemingway. Oh, watch first episode of that. That'll be an interesting cabin shot. <laughs> I I read some reviews, <laughs> and I was immediately like, ah, uh, they kind of shit on him the whole time. Not really shit on him. Well, because he's time. a psychopath. But I mean, he is an. But, like, he also had, like, a lot of, like, health issues that are yeah, yeah. to that. Like, that's so. why. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a psychopath just because he's... Interesting guy, regardless. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Where you at? 
Uh, you know, the World of Warcraft, uh, the baseball, the show, mm-hmm. real life baseball. Um, and I've started to try Elder Scrolls Online just to you know see what's up, dip in the toes. Yeah, I like to I like to get an idea of other MMOs. And when I have people that are really invested, like other people that I know that are really playing them, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll take, I'll take a what's over there. What's going on yeah. over there? Yeah. You never know what might might catch your interest. It's funny because I don't give a shit about the world, which is, yeah. you know, just funny. I don't care about Elder Scrolls at all. But I'm like, hey, you know, if the gameplay is fun, that's usually what I'm I'm in for anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm in a lull in WoW anyway. Like, I'm still logging into WoW and doing things, but I'm like, we're on a break. Yeah. You know, the old friends joke. Yeah, you gotta... Uh, fondness makes the heart grow. No, well, I fucked that one up big time. Yeah, that's it. Literally, big time. literally the opposite. Backwards, <laughs> did it backwards. Oh my god, was it distance makes, makes the, the heart, heart grow fonder? Distance, time, either one. Time, distance, combo of the two. Whatever. D Fuck over it. T. You guys know what I'm equals trying to say here. Whatever it is, distance over time equals velocity. I think. Math, right, form- Einstein. math formulas. Fucking settle down over there, big brain. I'm pretty sure it was V equals D over T, but I don't remember. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's really it so far. <sighs> Sorry. I just, my mind is not. Did you immediately just, were you just still running with me on Einstein jokes? <laughs> I was going to make the V on top of the D joke. Ah, ah, yes. <sighs> so pathetic. I mean, you can use the D to solve for V. Can you, though? No, you can never find it. That's one of those ones that he couldn't, you know, no one can solve that problem. No. No, That's impossible. It's like a Rubik's Cube. But every side is the same color. Wait. (laughs) You know what? You just don't worry about it. Yeah, what else are you playing? (laughs) <laughs> it's mostly those three just you know baseball and and mfos i mean I'm, I'm dabbling around in other things and just kind of like seeing what people are on and yeah play a random game of anything and then just kind of like all right well that that's what i've done now uh, apparently apparently <laughs> apparently i haven't updated and i haven't checked but uh there was rumors that there was a mario party update that will actually let you play Mario Party online now. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. Instead of the fucking just minigames bullshit. So there's a solid chance I can actually play Mario Party with people now. And not only minigames, which is dog shit. I don't want to do that. So, Wow. I'm intrigued hmm. to drink and play Mario Party. Get myself, I could see the allure of that. Get myself a little mixed drink and sip. Depending on results, and if I hit a wrong square, yada yada yada, it'd be a good time. Yeah, get a crown, get a star stolen from me. You got a drink. That could then be. Then you uh, do that. You do all that drinking, and then you watch Godzilla versus Kong. And it's not so bad. Yeah, softens uh, the blow, as they say. <laughs> sounds like good, good tactic, good strategy. It does, but. Uh, I'll be alone the entire time. The first part probably won't happen. I will just end up boredom watching uh, Godzilla versus Kong. All right. Let me let me peek behind the optimism curtain into reality. 
that was uh that was rough i know it's a harsh it's a harsh reality when you confront it head on so as far as i'm concerned i'm in a beach in maui and the seagull that stole my french fry just brought me a beer good trade i think (laughs) i'm not insane you are that's it it's been the end of the podcast (laughs) we'll see you guys in seven days bye-bye even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.